Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, and we're going to kick it off with our good friend Adam Rittenberg of ESPN.com. He's got some great pieces up, uh, parsing out the UCLA situation, Deshaun Foster, the new coach, grading hires. He went through that. Oregon State obviously included in that with Jonathan Smith leaving. And we wanted to pick his brain on just the nature of the beast that is college football now. Uh, he's on Twitter at Rittenberg ESPN. Adam, good morning. Thanks for hopping on with us. Uh, we always appreciate the time. How is how is navigating the waters of college football, transfer portal, coaching moves, expanded playoff, future models of playoff, new inked deal with the media rights for the playoff? How has all of this just, how has it changed your life a little bit, the way it's, as a business, the sport has grown? Right. Good morning, guys. Yeah, it's obviously there's not much of an off season anymore. There's a lot more interest in the sport year round. There were periods of the year when I started out where college football was really off the radar. And I don't think it is certainly as much for the diehards, but even the casual fans, you know, uh, you mentioned the playoff and where that lands Uh, looks like it's going to be a five and seven model. Uh, The media rights deal obviously is a, is something that will get some attention. And then the coaching moves, Um, you know, this has been the, maybe the longest, uh, coaching carousel that I can remember, 30 jobs total, and uh, and now it's seemingly over with Deshaun Foster, but we'll see. You never know. Um, and and obviously the portal has changed it a lot. So thankfully we have a big staff, and you know I don't have to do it all, but um, it is a uh, definitely a, a different type of February than when I first started here. I, I really I, I went through a lot of the grading of the coaching hires uh, that you and uh, that you put together, and I, I I went through your grade of of uh, Trent Bray here. You said I should have viewed Bray, I should have viewed Bray as a strong candidate to replace Smith right away, given Bray's deep roots with the program, his ability to maintain con- uh, continuity, and his popularity with Oregon State fans. He'll be a first time head coach at a very delicate uh, delicate time in program's history. Uh, kind of a pseudo Mountain West schedule for them this year. They're now in the Pac-2 with Washington State, given everything that happened to that conference. Just kind of elaborate on giving a B-plus grade to Trent Bray, uh, a very unknown, obviously, as a first-time head coach. And what you highlight there, a very delicate time for this this program's position with conference and, and future kind of questioning. Yeah, I think a lot of the hires fell under this um, umbrella, in a sense, that it really was about the context. And nothing against others who do coaching grades, but I see, I see some of the grades, and I'm like, are you really putting this into the, like, this situation, 
given what's going on at this time with this program. So, like, normally I don't know if I would have given a B-plus for that grade. But, you know, given the fact that Oregon State is, uh, you know, it was a time where the portal was, was, uh, was opening and key players were leaving, and I just felt like they needed to get this thing stabilized, um, I, I think he's a guy that has a chance to do that given how he's regarded and, and obviously his devotion to the program. So you know, how he'll be as a head coach is certainly a mystery, similar to Deshaun Foster at UCLA. You're taking over in mid-February. It's a very unusual time to be, uh, be elevated into a head coaching position for the first time. But, I, I, you know, again, I think that um, he was certainly someone who uh, represent, or re- resonated with the fans and the, and the players, and that's not the only reason you make a hire. But I think uh, given where Oregon State is headed – uh, they needed some sense of continuity and stability um, rather than, you know, kind of uh, ripping it up and starting over again. I think mean, that would have been a hard thing to have happen to the program after everything that did happen, uh, you know, in, in the season, rising as high as they did, uh, losing those last two games, how, how they did, obviously Jonathan Smith's departure, and then losing guys into the portal. That, that would have been a very hard thing to do a full reset on. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN, college football national reporter. Our guest here has got some great articles at ESPN.com. Go to their college football section. You'll see a bunch of them. He does great work. He's a good friend of the show, longtime friend of the show. Uh, obviously, for Kirk Schultz, Washington State and Oregon State, the 5-plus-7 model is best for them. They're going to fight like hell. You kind of mentioned it there. Is it the best model for the sport? Do you think they should just agree to this and, and be done with this conversation for a little bit? Well, I think it's important to have some resolution. Um, it's just funny. I was thinking back to uh, the always extended deadlines to get the model in place. I and mean, we kept hearing, well, if they don't decide by this meeting, there's no chance that they're going to have it ready in time. And then lo and behold, they have it ready in time. So, you know, again, I, I, I scoff a little bit about, well, we got to get this thing done. But I, I do think that there's you know, urgency here and um, you know, certainly it makes sense for those two schools, but I, my, my whole thing with the playoff model is just inclusivity. Uh, that was the problem with the 14 playoff. It wasn't a bad system in determining the best team in the country, but it was a bad system in excluding leagues and in some cases entire regions of the country. So, um, you know, I get it. The Big Ten and the SEC want to fill most of those spots, and they have teams that are capable of doing that, but I think this thing needs to at least have pathways for um, for others in other conferences, including obviously Washington State and Oregon State, given their unique situation. Adam, do you think everybody that's not an SEC or Big Ten fan should be nervous by them teaming up together and kind of excluding the Big Twelve, the ACC? I know the Pac two is fighting for you know to just stay in this conversation and for a seat at the table. Do you think the rest of the college football world should be nervous by them because they've had? I think it was Tony Petiti that said. He kind of likes the 16-team playoff. Obviously, he wants that, and the SEC would want that for more of their teams to be in it. Should, should the world of college football be nervous that those two are exclusively working together? Or how, what is your just read on, on the partnership that they've kind of created with this? Yeah, it's definitely notable. I'm actually going to visit with Tony this morning, so I'll have a better answer for you later. But <laughs> you know, he, he, he definitely, um, uh, and, and Greg Sankey, the fact that they are working together is notable because for years – you know, these two conferences were rivals, even though there was uh, times where they, they had strong working relationships. I don't think that was the case as much with Greg Sankey and Kevin Warren. They were just very different. As Kevin said, they saw the world differently. And I think these two commissioners, Sankey and Petiti, are, are more aligned. 
um, you know, there's certainly the, the backdrop and the drumbeat that, you know, this sport is eventually going to go to a you know, super league-like model where, you know, there'll be a, a, a group of, 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 you know, 35, 40, 25, 60, anywhere in, in that range. And, you know, these two leagues are obviously going to be populating whatever that is more than any other. So I think that would be the long-term concern. I, you know, I think Brett Yormark said this the other day, though, is, you know, the Big 12 commissioner, as, as long as the communication lines are open as much as possible in a sport where oftentimes people get surprised by big news, um, then I think it's okay for those leagues. But I, I would be certainly a little concerned because, again, these two have gone from rivals to at least having this partnership and talking about some of the bigger issues in the sport. Uh, Adam Rittenberg, ESPN, is our guest here on his way to go talk to the Big Ten Commissioner, Tony Petiti. So uh, I can't wait to see what the information you're going to provide us on on Twitter and ESPN.com or whatever you end up getting out of that sit-down with him. Uh, if I had to ask you, you did new coaching hire grades. Washington's obviously on this. Alabama's obviously on this. Which coach will be lo- lasting longer at their new job, Kalen DeBoer or Jed Fish? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, history history would say Kalen DeBoer. Um, you know, Jed Fish, you know, has been a job hopper or maybe by necessity has moved around a heck of a lot in his career as an assistant. And then now, um, you know, with his first move coming just three years at Arizona, where he did a great job in the end, but then moved to uh, Washington. Um, you know, again, I, I think Kalen's in it for the long haul if they'll have him. It's obviously going to be a very difficult situation to replace Nick Saban. The expectations are off the charts even right away. And, um, you know, if they miss the 14 playoff a couple of times, then he could be in trouble. But, you know, I, I think that's a little bit more of a destination job for Kalen DeBoer than Washington is for Jed Fish. Now, maybe Jed will surprise us, and that'll be a place he stays for, you know, seven, eight, ten years. But his history and track record says that he'll be moving on relatively soon. And, you know, one job that people are already talking about, and I don't think it would happen this quick, is is Florida. That's where Jed Fish is from. Or, sorry, that's where he went to college, has roots in that state, worked there as an NFL assistant. I think he was at Miami at one point. So, you know, there's a good chance that job comes open in the next couple of years. What does Jed Fish do at that point? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We talked to your colleague uh, about a half hour ago or so, Bill Conley. His SP Plus numbers have come out for 2024. And I, I, I understand I'm asking you this on Valentine's Day. We have a lot of football practices to get through to even get to a season. If, if, if teams are healthy, let's just give that caveat. Who do you like better in the Big Ten to win it? Do you like Michigan, Ohio State, or Oregon? Yeah, I mean, honestly, and it's weird to say this because they just won the national championship, but no, Michigan would be a third in that in, in that in that order, and maybe a distant third, just because of all the transition that they've gone through, both with their roster and their coaching staff. I have no idea who would be the quarterback in Michigan. I know that Dylan Gabriel is going to be the quarterback at Oregon. And that, uh, you know, uh, Will Howard most likely will be the quarterback at Ohio State, although they have a very uh, crowded and talented quarterback room that Chip Kelly is now overseeing along with Ryan Day. So I, I think to me it's between Ohio State and, uh, and Oregon. Um, and both teams have been really aggressive in the NIL space and the transfer portal and building up their rosters to compete for, for a championship. Um, you'll probably give Ohio State a little bit of an edge just because They've been in the Big Ten. They know what uh, it's like to go through it in this conference. As history shows, it's hard to move conferences and have success right away. But that's certainly the goal for Dan Lanning and that staff at Oregon, you know, with, with the team that they have coming back. And they have a lot of motivation uh, having uh, you know, lost the key games that have kept them out of the playoff and out of the Pac-12 uh, championship. So I think for both teams, it would be a massive disappointment to miss the playoff. Who's going to win the Big Ten? Um, you know, it could come down to you know them playing one another, which would certainly be a, a must-see game around the college football map. Uh, Adam, I'll get you out of here, man, because I, I know you're super busy today, and we do uh, greatly appreciate the time. I'll get you out of here with this. Just this is just your thought. You've been covering college football for a long time. We are living in the evolution. I know it's really weird because it's growing, and they're getting more viewers every year. It's the second biggest sport in North, in you know, in America. It it just is. They get the the second most eyeballs, uh, just only to the NFL. Do you like where the sport is right now, personally? Just your thoughts, not what people have told you. Just your opinion covering the sport. Do you like where the sport is? Well, I certainly like that the popularity continues to go up. That's a good thing for someone working on it. But I I would say that. Um, they're, they're, the personnel situation is, is sort of untenable. I, I don't think that you can go forward year after year having you know th- this lo- extended period of personnel movement. I'm not against uh, personnel movement. I'm not against players having the right to take control of their futures. Uh, I do think that there would be ben- benefits, uh, certainly for the teams and maybe for the players, to go to a full-blown employment model where you have contracts. Um, I think it would allow the players a sense of security. It would certainly allow the coaches a uh, uh, an idea of what their teams are going to look like year to year. But if you're going to if you're going to keep it the way it is, you you, you can't. Re- I don't think you can have a system honestly where you're going until June 1st or later until you know what your team looks like. That just doesn't exist in any other sport with such a short lead up to the season. In college basketball, because of when it ends, you have a lot of your movement that takes place after the academic year. That's not the case in college football. You need to have your team ready to go, um, I think, earlier than June 1st, ideally uh, you know, by, by spring. You need to know what you have. And I think right now it's very, very difficult 
uh, because there, there's just so much movement and uncertainty. I mean, Michigan, I don't know who's going to be their quarterback. I, I, you could say that for a few teams uh, because there's going to be more movement in the spring portal. Good stuff. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN, ESPN.com, on his way to go talk to the Big Ten commissioner as this sport continues to the landscape of it, shift and move around. We'll see what happens. Five plus seven model seems like that's the way they're going with the expanded playoff. ESPN, his company, inking the new media rights deal for the playoff. Find Adam Rittenberg on, on uh, Twitter and ESPN.com. Adam, thanks so much for the time, man. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day and the conversation with Tony Petiti. Okay, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.